0: Welcome to the Different Spokes Podcast. My name is Matt Smith. Today's guest is Tanner Nelson, a.k.a. Beer Porn. He's a 6'4", motherfucker from Utah. Um, I came to know him through Twitter and been following him ever since. And so I thought it'd be cool to have him on the show as a guest. And he's a dope dude, and I appreciate that he uh, took the time to sit down. Um, Shout out to him for doing that. Uh, Without further ado, here we go tanner nelson different spokes knowing each other across the internet and shit like that i was like that guy seems like there's a story there you know like
1: yeah that's sick yeah i feel like uh we've definitely been on the social media follow for a minute
0: yeah yeah i i found you on twitter but your story your story starts before that and uh you live in utah where you did you always live in utah yep whole life kind of moved like to other
1: ends of the valley it's kind of small Mm -hmm. but yeah just always kind of
0: stayed pretty close to the same spots cool did your parents like just were they born there too or uh yeah yeah they were both born and raised here too wow
1: yeah it's crazy but it's sick to live here though i mean like we've got i mean aside from like the
0: heavy church influence it's sick Right. What's, scenery's tight. So, like, what's that about? Is, like, Utah super weird with it, or is it just, like, one other thing? Um, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I mean, it was
1: founded by Mormons. <clears throat> so that's, I, I think it's just kind of, like, the hot spot for it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, like, all our liquor laws, everything is, like, Mormon church influenced.
0: So... So, like, in Pennsylvania, liquor stores aren't open on Sundays or some shit like that. Yep. And and there is actual liquor stores. You can't just go to the gas station and get it, but it's it's slowly changing in Pennsylvania. Is that kind of what you Oh, mean? damn. So, you guys have the same shit we've got. So, like, um, yeah,
1: there's no liquor in any grocery stores. Um, there's no wine, like, unless it's beer. yeah you have to get it at the liquor store and then all of our beer and like shit you can buy at gas stations or grocery stores is like a lower percentage than like the rest of the country so like it just takes like an extra beer (laughs) to to get just as drunk right (laughs) so but yeah just stupid shit like that but wow other than that i
0: mean it's sick damn um, how long have you been riding bikes or how, like, what, when did you start riding bikes?
1: I actually asked my mom like an hour and a half ago. Cause I like, didn't know.
0: <laughs> I was like,
1: when, when did I get my Haro? And she's like, oh, I think you were like 10. I was like, ah, I sick. So yeah, it started when I was like 10. Cool. Um, my best friend at the time got a Haro, what was it? A Haro 540 flare complete oh, yeah. those things were sick yeah oh my god dude the thing was so sick <laughs> and he was like he like brought it up to my house one day and i was like yo i need that mm-hmm. so that very next christmas got the uh got a haro shredder oh nice like neon fucking green like the whole kit had like the the alex triple wall rims and shit on it it was so sick the big beast the beast dude that thing i remember we. Uh, when I finally got cranks for it, when mm-hmm. I finally got my uh, power bites, um, we weighed my cranks because they were like that uh, fusion brand. Do you remember that horror shit? Yeah, that was our accessory thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. The cranks alone weighed like, oh god, it was some astronomical number, like three and a half pounds or something. It was insane. Wow. But yeah, that was the bike I kind of like figured shit out on. Damn. And uh, how old are you now? Uh, just turned 28 Beginning of this month Damn You're younger than I thought Yeah Just Partying Makes you look
0: older <laughs> Holy shit um, Now When you started riding Is that when you I don't know how to explain it Like You're funny as fuck On Twitter Like <laughs> I think One of the main reasons I well, like thank you just, You're welcome like, one of the main reasons I got on Twitter and stayed on Twitter was, like, you and Albert Mercado, it was, like, you were my, my two used oh, yeah. to, like, follow, and, like, you just post mad funny shit. Like, that, That's funny. Him and I were
1: both uh, working at Walmart at the same time, doing the exact same job, too.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so
1: that was super funny. Like, we talked all the time, dude. We were, like, I was just, like, yo, how's building bikes in San Diego? He's, like, yo, fucking sucks. Like, how's building bikes in Salt Lake? It like, sucks. Just the same, man.
0: (laughs) Damn, that's what's up. Um, Like, were you always funny? Was that something you picked up while you were, like, riding out with, like, a bunch of people? Or is that, like...
1: Uh, Nah, dude, my whole life, like, I just always got kicked out of class. Mm -hmm. I was, like... I just always was, like, the kid that would just, like, act out and just do dumb shit in school. Like, I was always causing a scene. Yeah. And... Yeah. Like I, every parent teacher conference, dude, I dreaded it. Oh, cause shit. like the teachers were just like, your kid's smart, but man, he just like, doesn't give a shit.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so, yeah, it was funny. Like I always had like my own table, like mm-hmm. separate from the class, like never sat with groups cause like the teacher would try moving me around and I would just like find some common ground and just like learn how to make that person laugh. And that it was just like, then I'd get kicked off that table and pretty soon like I'd end up back of the class by myself. Wow. So, yeah, just always had the, uh, kind of the overly outgoing, uh, just constant jokes. Plus like that's how my whole family is just a bunch of shit talkers and they, uh, love making jokes at everyone's expense. So yeah, Yeah. dude, very young age, just (laughs) like I I would talk to anybody, make jokes to anybody, Mm -hmm. just, yeah, I've I've actually like kind of slowly like recoiled from that overly outgoing mm-hmm. as I get older, but I think that's just normal.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> it becomes more tasteful, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's more of a quality
1: over quantity with the jokes, you know. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> was like your writing style it seems like kind of ledge dominant. Is that something that just because of the area you grew up in, or was that just like a what you got into, what you felt like doing?
1: Um, no, dude, I grew up riding dirt jumps, Mm -hmm. oddly enough. Um, I didn't, so let's see, I got a bike when I was 10 and then I didn't even know that a skate park was a thing. Like I didn't know where a single skate park was until I was probably 13. So like the first three years I was riding, dude, it was like manual pads, dirt jumps. And then, excuse me. Um, and then my mom actually bought me a quarter pipe from Kmart it was like a hundred bucks and it was like plastic and it like assembled in like 10 pieces and uh yeah that was like pretty much all I rode. oh shit so up until the point I got pegs Mm -hmm. I was like the exact opposite of the person I ended up eventually becoming on my bike right so it was kind of funny like the pegs ended up just being like a almost like a safety net like I was like oh this is sick like you're, it's still super rewarding but like i don't have to like kill myself <laughs> to like have fun on my bike you know yeah so yeah dude i like i have old ass pictures of me just like doing no handers off of like roofs and shit mm-hmm. like i was like kind of that cliche like early 2000s kid that was like doing tuck no handers off of everything and like <laughs> everyone here in salt lake like always idolizes like aiken so mm-hmm everyone tries to learn tables and, you know, turndowns and look backs and three sixties and pretty sure everyone's born digfooted footed here. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, ledges, uh, a, another big part though, is just like out where I live, like mm-hmm. there's just not spots, like there's not a lot of rails. Like mm-hmm. there was just so many manual pads and stuff. So it was just like, pedal up the street, go find these manual pads at a church and just go, like nibble around but yeah yeah not a ton of spots out here dude it's kind of a newer end of the valley so it's um Mm -hmm. very very modern and like all the rails are aluminum oh and like so yeah and it's just mostly like development like house like Mm -hmm. everything's houses churches businesses and like no spots (laughs) wow so yeah damn
0: now were you like you said were you filming stuff like right away as you got into it or um
1: yeah so it was more of like a chronicling endeavor like yeah. it was like I remember just like oh I want to like film like my first fly out 360 right. and like I want to I wanna, like I want to film like my first like fly out toboggan and like oh like there was this gap at the skate park that I grew up riding called the death gap and it was like a five-foot gap up, like, a one-foot ledge into grass. Right. And it was, like, the stupidest gap in the world. But, like, I remember, like, jumping that. We're like, yo, we have to film that. So we actually started filming, like, real early. The kid that got me into writing, he always had technology. Like, he always had, like, the MP3 player. And he always (laughs) had, like, the dad cam. And he always had, like, the gyro. Like, he always had, like, all the, the fancy shit.
2: Yeah.
1: And so, yeah, like, we just had... I would have never filmed anything on my own accord, but, like, my buddy had the camera, so it was just, like, why not? Yeah. But, yeah, it took me a long time to actually get into, like, filming, like, real clips, yeah. like, where I was, like, doing it because I was, like, oh, like, people are going to see this and, like, it should probably be, like, decent rather than just, like, filming it because I was, like, oh, I want to watch it later. Right, yeah. But, yeah, it took me, like, long time. Like, I – we had a video. I still have it, dude. It's fucking mad embarrassing, but um, – <laughs> It was from like 2005, I think. So I would have been 14, and it was me learning like my first like flyout threes. Like, dude, it's just trash. It's <laughs> so bad. It's to like a, um, fuck. I'm trying to remember who sings the songs. It's so funny. Disturbed. Who sings that? Who sings that song? Wonderwall. Oasis. Uh, yes. It's <laughs> Oasis dude, it's like Oasis and like all sorts of like funny ass like music. Cause like my buddy like had to use his like parents music. Yeah. So we're like, just trying to find like good old music to like put, put our writing video to. And oh man, <laughs> but that was like the first project we ever put together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Damn. But yeah. Now, uh, maybe I'm fast forwarding a little bit. You can, you can help fill me in here. Um, okay. I think, sorry if i'm not remembering exactly but were you on the take did you ride yes. on the take yep so like how did that come about were you already putting out videos when that kind of happened
1: um so like my buddy that i used to ride with a bunch um and i he had a vx mm-hmm. and like we would just go do, like, we would we would always watch hood antics. Like, we were, like, huge oh, yeah. fans of, like, DiQuattro. Hell yeah. And we'd always watch, like, all, like, the little kind of, like, scene edits, you know? And, like, right. so we'd always get pumped up on, like, that shit. So we made probably, like, five or maybe, like, eight different videos of just, like, random shit. <laughs> like, just more, you know, like, just funny antics and, like partying and like dude there's so many funny ones that I'll go back and revisit because like they were just so good Mm -hmm. but um yeah I don't even know how that came about so you remember how Denny was talking about how that dude Alex became like the TM for the take Yeah. they were on a trip um they were on a trip out to Salt Lake and like I knew Alex from before then kind of through like a friend of a friend Mm -hmm. and so like I had stayed with him out in like San Diego and stuff before and uh they were out on a trip and they were going from they went from like i'm trying to remember i think they went from like salt lake to like new mexico and i think they did some like california stuff. i can't even remember but they were in town and i was just like "Yo, my parents have like a pretty big house like you guys could just come stay with us and there was like 10 of them oh shit and i was just like yeah come through and so they all stayed with me and then i just like kind of took them around and ended up riding with them and It was, like, Dirt Ron and, like, Caleb Rucker. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Denny was definitely there. Spam, uh, Nick Corsilia. Oh, God, who else am I forgetting? God, there were so many people. But, yeah, they showed up at, like, 2 a.m. the night they showed up, and they were all just, like, most of them were hammered. Like, dude, Denny was just blasted and like I, I met I met up with him out in the yard and I was just like yo like yeah like I live downstairs like just come through the back but I was like my parents live like right above me so like just kind of keep it chill you know and Denny was just blitzed dude and he was screaming and yelling and like of course we we're all laughing our asses off because it was hilarious but um but yeah so yeah. I ended up riding with them for like the few days they were here and i was mm. in the band with them the whole time and like just got along super well with everybody like mm. just there it was such a tight thing like right off the bat right. and then like a month later if i remember correctly like uh, alex ended up calling me and he's like yo do you want to like ride for the take and i was like for real and they filmed a lot of clips of me like when when they were here but i didn't think anything of it dude i was like 17 like right. just whatever just figured like they were just being cool or whatever and then yeah like he ended up calling me he's just like you should like get on the team and i was like okay and then yeah like a few weeks later um kind of threw together an edit which i'm like still horribly embarrassed of it was like my welcome to the team dude And i was just like so pumped to get on i just threw together some clips and oh my god it's it was so bad but um yeah, then they sent me, like, a frame, and the forks, and bars, and, like, just pretty much, like, a whole bike.
2: Yeah.
1: And then, yeah, that was, like,
0: that's how that all started. Sick. Now, I do remember, like, a certain genre. Well, here. Uh, where did the name beer porn come from? Was that Did that come, come out around the same time as you getting on the take, or was that, like, a whole different time frame?
2: No,
1: that was, um, fuck. I was like I'm trying to remember i think i was like 15 at the time or like 14
2: yeah.
1: and uh at the time do you remember alex live he was on metal and shit yeah yeah so him and i were friends on msn messenger i have no idea how that got lined up hmm. but him and i would get on at like the same time it would be nighttime here but he lived in australia at the time yeah and so like we would get on msn you know and like back in the day you know you're not like not calling anyone, you know, but, like, we were just living to be on uh, – oh, it wasn't even MSN. It was AIM. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, him and I were talking all the time, and it was just always, like, random shit, just, like, talking about writing and, like, whatever. Huh. And uh, he asked me, like, how my night was going one night or, like, what I was up to, and I meant to type, like, beer, comma, porn, comma, and then, like, and regrets, or something and i totally fucking butchered it and it just said beer porn Mm. and then like the rest of the statement and uh he just like immediately was just like beer porn like just messaged me back beer porn and then like he kind of just like started calling me that (laughs) and then like in 2009 so that would have been like four years later Mm um i had like dropped out of high school just got like my first real job working like full time at uh, Walmart. Hmm. And I remember I was just like smoking weed all day long. And I was just like, ah, like this Twitter thing, like uh, I'll just try it just because like my job was so easy, dude. So I just had like all the free time in the world, nobody telling me what to do. Like my job was just cake.
2: Hmm.
1: And so like I would just like get high and like fuck off and just like get on Twitter and uh yeah dude it was funny I like signed up and I remember it was like choose a username and I was like fuck it beer Board, like whatever yeah and then like yeah dude it just stuck like ever since then and like I somehow there's a ton of beerport accounts like there's tons of accounts that post like literally like pictures of beer like and yeah. that's all they post yeah and dude like I somehow locked down the one on Twitter and then like Instagram came around locked that one down and like I've had like companies offer me money and shit. They're like, "Yo, can we like have the handle?" Yeah. I'm like, no, never, <laughs> never. So yeah, dude, I've had that since probably
0: two thousand four. That's maybe two thousand
1: five.
0: How much did they like? Did they offer you like a lot of money? No, it was just like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And I was
1: like, eh, it's not really worth it. Cause like, yeah. do you imagine if I like showed up on Instagram, like just username changed, like out of the blue, and it was like fuck I don't know <laughs> anything dude wouldn't have been as good as beer porn right but that's hilarious super random but yeah it's just become like this uh very funny like alter ego almost yeah because like the amount of people I've met that like followed me on twitter like way before like they actually met me in person and mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, the comment's always like, "Oh man, like you're like way more normal than I thought you'd be." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I guess that's a compliment. I don't know." Like, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was super funny.
0: Wow, damn, it's kind of crazy too, because it's like, um, you you just happen to use use that handle, and it's almost like since then, it's kind of been normalized, like food porn. Yes yes you know yeah
1: yeah yeah i didn't even think about that because yeah i mean you see it all the time dude like hashtag food porn
2: yeah
1: hashtag you know like this and that porn whatever Yep. everything Sky porn. dude i probably i probably get tagged in 20 posts a day (laughs) hashtag beer porn and then at beer porn wow and so i always just comment on them and i'm just like sick (laughs) it's (laughs) just like whatever whatever But yeah, it's become like kind of a catchy like, whatever. Yeah. Alter ego,
0: whatever you want to call it. Yeah, man. I, my um, my MySpace name was Snakebite because (laughs) I had the piercings, but I went to a contest and everybody was there, and this one dude that was running the contest kept calling me Snakebite and I hated it because I didn't, (laughs) I just hated it. And then when that's how it goes, man. (laughs) When he announced it on the on the loudspeaker, everybody who I'd ever ridden with was basically there, like people from oh, far and so like, from, Oh, that's
1: it, dude. dude it's even
0: Dan Foley drove up from Maryland to this contest. Like the most random people were, oh were here, and like so. Then when I moved to Philly, they're like, "Oh, that's a snake bite kid," and I was like, "At first, I fucking hated it, and then eventually, you kind of like, yeah, oh, all right." cool yeah dude that's how nicknames are
1: man (laughs) so many even tons of dudes that like ride in salt lake like
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh behringer's buddy they called him panty boy oh yeah and like i didn't know his name until like not that long ago (laughs) and like uh dave thompson same thing they just always called him breakless dave and so like we were just like that's breakless dave like you would never call him dave it was like breakless dave and uh Yeah, dude, it's it's funny like how those nicknames stick. I got called
0: Teabag in high school. Teabag, Teabag of
1: all (laughs) things. Why? Just for no applicable reason. There's (laughs) no backstory there. It's just my buddy's older brother just called me Teabag.
0: Oh, I guess because your name begins with a T. That might be the start of it. Yeah, that's for sure. All it was. Everyone's always like,
1: "Oh, did you Teabag someone?" Like, no. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No. I wish. Oh, man. T-bag mom. Exactly. <laughs> did, you, um, did you ever have any kind of, like, blowouts on Twitter where, like, people were, like, angry at you, trying to come at you and shit? Oh, my God, dude. Not
1: in a long time, but, yeah, dude. I used to stir the pot, like, bad. <laughs> like, it was, like, right before kind of that PC wave kind of rolled in. Right. And, dude, I was just, like, like I said, all Twitter was essentially kind of like my trash bin for all my thoughts i'd have when i was like fucked up mm-hmm. and yeah. so like i'd be or on mushrooms or something <laughs> and just like have a funny thought you know like it was kind of like the uh the trial zone for a joke yeah you were just kind of like you'd throw it out there and sometimes like it would catch fire and be hilarious mm-hmm. and then other times like 10 people would like it and you're like ah oh, sick yeah but yeah right. so yeah it was just kind of like just to be funny but i just learned that people took that shit like real serious and so i would intentionally just stir the pot yeah and yeah i had a
0: couple death threats oh shit <laughs> um don't do it but yeah nothing nothing too crazy i look i look back on when i first got on twitter and i was working at whole foods and just i think it was right when you guys were working at walmart and and I was like working every night and weekend ever, missing out on everything ever. So I was just yep. like, Twitter felt like, Twitter was the original group chat, you know, like.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: It was like it was like let me uh, open up this door, throw out this statement, see if any of my buddies get a kick out of it. I'll check on it on break, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, it's funny because it's it's kind of like it's one of the most annoying things that I encounter on a daily basis.
2: Mm-hmm. There's always
1: that guy. Who walks into a room like at work, for instance, that guy that no one really likes walks into the room and starts talking, not to any person in particular, (laughs) but he will literally just gravitate to whoever responds. And it's funny because that concept drives me so fucking insane. But that's like what Twitter is. Like you literally just say shit and hope someone responds Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or like interacts with it in some way. Yeah. And yeah, I love Twitter, but like that guy in real life I cannot stand. <laughs> right. It's hilarious, but yeah. Twitter's Twitter was the shit, dude. Like yeah, right. I mean, it was it was bad for a while. Like I was definitely tweeting
0: more than I was working
1: when I was at
0: work <laughs> for sure. Damn. Um now, I feel like you kinda invented a certain genre of, of bike riding video, and I don't know when it happened. Um Maybe it ties together. Uh I feel like you and Craig Pissaro are the only two people I know that rode to Riffraff. Who else did you ride to? Oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. I think oh. What was that second part? I, I, I think that's who it was. Right? Um I'm trying to think. Oh, you know? oh, is it um Lil B. Lil B, that's what it was, yeah. Lil B. Yeah. Because you, cause you had multiple edits, and there's like almost every edit, you're like, I'm just going to use another little B song or something like that.
1: Yeah, used a lot of Lil B, a lot <laughs> of Gucci Mane, of course. Oh, uh, um, yeah. That's right. You did use Gucci, too. Yeah, Gucci. Gucci was always like my first pick, but like the homies would always be like, nah, we got to use something stupid, because like, we always wanted everything to look like we weren't trying, but it was like good enough that it worked. Mm. and so we always loved a little b uh we had that one video it was called sarah's 13th birthday
0: yo that sounds familiar <laughs>
1: um that one had like a lot of funny shit cut in like um what was the other one? Oh, oh dr phil uh-huh. that was like one of my favorite ones it's that stupid fucking little b song and like every time he'd say cocaine uh-huh. in, in the song we would like flash a picture of cocaine <laughs> and like like he says dr pill like dr phil like 20 times in the song we would like cut in a picture of dr phil every time yeah. but yeah just like that like stupid almost kind of like that pre-soundcloud music yeah it was just kind of like that that stupid rap that like was super catchy to listen to and yeah. you, you couldn't really take it serious but yeah like that was that was always the best because it always got the best responses like everybody <laughs> always seemed to love it yeah it's, but uh... yeah craig is a man fucking love that kid dude he's so sick um best bike rider
0: i do feel like i feel like you were kind of on the on the tip of that wave in the sense of like the kind of interesting music with the interesting editing you know what i mean like people are doing that now on their daily instagram edits
1: yeah that's that's definitely weird to me like how like that kind of swept in like so hard Mm -hmm. because like we were watching hood antics and so like the quattro and like all his homies were like always doing that shit yeah and so like they had like the the edits where they would use like only video game soundtracks and shit yeah and like so they were kind of that's where kind of we drew our inspiration from but we just took it to like a more drug-induced like stupid area (laughs) yeah and uh but yeah, that's funny you say that. Cause yeah, like I just remembered, like, I think that's half the reason like we ever got attention as a group
2: mm. is
1: cause all of our videos were always like just that stupid ass, like mm. weird rap music, like weird cut in pictures that like, like none of us actually knew how to use final cut. So like, <laughs> we were just like, would just ghetto rig these like stupid pictures in our mm. edits. and But yeah, I mean, it always got a lot of good responses. So we were just like, "Fuck it." I guess if it's not broken, don't fix it. Because it, I I hate when you have that, that edit that looks like you're trying too hard, Mm -hmm. and then everyone's like, "Fuck this kid." Mm -hmm. And so like we were always like, if it's funny, the the humor in it will become like at the forefront, of the of the focus, and then the writing will kind of be secondary to that. Yeah. And I think it kind of like makes it easier to enjoy because you're already kind of like loosened up. You're like, "Oh, they're not. They don't actually care." Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of our take like we never really like went out and we're like hey like i've got this clip in mind like we just ride around like it clips as weird cruising and yeah so it, it was never like super serious anyway so like when editing we were like this can't come off
0: serious mm-hmm. so like was was editing each video kind of more of like a group effort or was there like one dude that did it more than oh yeah
1: yeah definitely a group it was like we'd kind of piece it together we'd always choose like a song Mm -hmm. and then we kind of just start throwing clips in like this guy gets one then like do someone else there was really no like order to it in Mm -hmm. in terms of like oh this person has like a super crazy clip like we're gonna save it to the end like it was just kind of like don't do 10 clips of the same person in a row yeah because it's like a bunch of people in the same video but kind of like salt and pepper
0: what was up. Kind of like salt and pepper each person in.
1: Yeah, yeah, everyone was just kind of and depending on like the song we chose obviously. So then, you know, like we'd splice, you know, different clips in. Yeah. And then it was almost more around the song than it ever was like around the clips. Yeah. We yeah. Would, we would just film for like a long time and then my buddy would be like, "Oh fuck, like we got a lot of clips on the computer. Like we should do something with these." And mm-hmm. then we just get like stoned out of our minds one night and just throw something together. Dude. And uh, it was It always turned out super funny That's what's
0: up Fuck yeah um, I I think I think bike videos I, I mean I'm, I'm gonna step on a, on a soapbox I'm gonna step right back off I think bike videos that are focused on the song first Always do well Because Oh yeah It will flow No matter what Because it's Based yeah. on the song
1: Yeah and like that's why I think it's like Crucial to when you choose a a video that has like a steady beat or something Mm -hmm. where it's like super, even like half beats, you know, like where it's super easy to like (laughs) cut a clip in on that beat mark Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or like drag Mm -hmm. a clip out an extra second so that it hits the next clip, comes in on like a good, yeah, you know, drop in the beat or whatever, it always ends up better, yeah, and so yeah, we would always just have like. You know how there's that one song you'll listen to for like on repeat for two weeks and then you fucking hate it and mm-hmm. you can't listen to it anymore? Yeah. Every song we ever used, that's like how that was. <laughs> we would just listen to it all the time. Like someone would be like, the homie would come in and be like, Oh, dude, this little B song's so funny, you just dropped like red flame. You gotta listen to this mixtape. <laughs> He'd play the song and be like, Oh, dude, we got clips, like let's throw it home to that. And then it would just be, you know, then you left to listen to the song for like 10 hours while you edit you know what i mean exactly and then you hate the shit out of that song yeah but yeah that's always how it came like it was just we had a song in mind and then we just like figured out a way to cut the video around that yeah i don't know They like even going back and watching them now i'm like damn those things were like super fun to
0: watch right yeah they were really sick um you mentioned partying a little bit did Yes. So like did some did it kind of come to a head and you had to slow down like with the riding or you had some injuries? You had your hip and your back. Um I'm trying to think like n- partying never got in the way. Like my my
1: old group of friends and I like mm-hmm. we always used to make the joke that we were like functioning drug addicts. Mm-hmm. Like we just mm-hmm. we never missed work cuz we partied too hard. We never mm-hmm like didn't go ride because we got too high or something like it was just kind of a kind of like a seasoning it just kind of enhanced what we were already going to do Mm -hmm. so yeah we never ever had issues with it getting in the way of anything and um honestly partying just kind of slowed down like just when i was like i don't know like you just you don't know you've had enough until you've had enough
0: you know what i mean yeah totally you
1: can't just call it out and be like, ah, oh, like, two years, I'll be sick of partying. Like, I think it's good to get that shit out of your system early mm-hmm. Then live, like, a super, like, vanilla life. And then when you're 45, be like, fuck, I never tried smoking weed or, like, I never partied or anything. And then, you know, have some crazy midlife crisis while you have a wife and kids and shit. Yeah. So, yeah, it never got in the way of anything. Like, it right. was always
0: – it was chaos, but it was always, like, under control. Yeah. Was it an injury like, or like a crash that took – that gave you your problems? Um, Like a specific crash or just you think of Yeah, these? yeah. So I was
1: doing a – this kind of – it's super confusing because I, I grind on the left side, but because I'm dick-footed, like I prefer to – like if I'm going to do a hard 180 out of something, mm-hmm. I just do it on my switch side. But that used to be my regular side, so I kind of have like the Brock Rayford complex right now, where I'm kind of <laughs> like stuck in between two regular sides. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was doing a like switch hanger 180 on mm. this rail at a skate park, and it's like up a bank, and I was doing it all day long, but just this one time, I just went to do it, and as I was doing the 180, like my front tire like popped quite a bit, and it my tire landed on the rail. And it just bucked me, like, straight back. Oh. And I landed, like, right to my head, like, just immediate. And, like, the second it happened, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it's just that horrible feeling. You're just yeah. like, oh, Jesus. Like, hitting your head sucks no matter what. But
2: yeah. it was just no
1: helmet, nothing. Damn. And, yeah, dude, I was I was fucked up. I couldn't hear for, like, five minutes. Eesh. And um, my vision was, like, white for a solid 30
0: seconds so you flipped forward and like no backwards, backwards. it was like back. it was
1: as i was doing the hanger i yeah. like was 180ing and like my front tire like hung up on top of the rail uh, and so it immediately just bucked me backwards yeah and so just one of those instances where like a you don't plan on falling like that and b like you just can't get your hands out fast enough mm-hmm. so yeah i, I remember I, I called my girlfriend at the time and i was just like yo like can you come pick me up and she's like didn't you drive yourself? I was like, "Yeah, I just hit my head." She's like, "Oh." And she's like, "You good?" I was like, "I think so." <laughs> and she gets to the skate park and she's uh she's like EMT certified. Oh shit, nice. And so she like shows up, looks at my head. She's like I was like, "Do I need stitches?" She's like, "No." And I was like, "Oh, thank God." She's like, "You need fucking staples." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, no." And so she's like, "I'm going to take you to the ER." And I was like, "Fuck that. I'm not paying 5 grand for an ER visit, you know?" Yeah. So I was like, let's just go to, like, some hole-in-the-wall urgent care or, right. you know, wherever.
2: Yeah.
1: And so we went uh, went uh to the ER – or, sorry, not the ER, the urgent care. Yeah. And, you know, they just see people in the order they come in because it's not, like, some medical emergency if you're there. Right. And yeah. so there was, like, two kids getting vaccinations, like, in front of me. Yeah. And I was just in there, like, shirt off, like, soaked in blood. Oh. But, yeah, dude, that was – um that put me off the bike for like a month Mm -hmm. because like I was super concussed I like my eyes wouldn't adjust to light properly I just felt like my equilibrium was so off and so I took like a month off of riding and like coincidentally that is when I tried golfing for the first time Mm -hmm. because I was going absolutely bonkers with just sitting home playing video games and drinking yeah (laughs) so yeah dude that was that was definitely the tipping point for me was just smash on my head damn
0: so then you kind of like picked up golfing and it became more of a more of a hobby more of a thing
1: yeah it was uh it was weird back back to the injury real quick the funny thing is um demarcus paul yeah and mastroni and trying to remember there's a couple more people in town or no, no no it was just demarcus and mastroni were in town and they were staying at tate's house And I used to live down the street from Tate. So, like, him and I would, like, ride together all the time and shit. And um, they hit me up to go ride with them. And and there was this super small rail. It was maybe, like, six feet long, eight Mm -hmm. feet long, maybe. And there was a knob right in the middle of it. And DeMarcus was filming this clip where he was doing, like, switch hanger, and then right before the knob, right in the middle of the rail, he would hop over and then hanger the rest of the rail on the other side. Yeah. And so he filmed that clip. And right after that, Mike was putting his camera away. And DeMarcus went to just do, like, kind of a funny, like, little ice pick grind down like, the last part of the rail. And his peg went through the middle of the rail. Whoa. And he went straight to his face. And he, like, broke his jaw, like... I think he broke some teeth, like his face was all fucked up, and I was literally like two feet away from him when it happened, and wow. it was so fucked up because I remember I went home and I was telling my girl, I was like, I'm never riding my bike without a helmet again and like two weeks later, I was riding without a helmet, and that's when I fucked my head up damn so dude, it was like the worst, I should have stuck with that thought, cause I was like shook dude I didn't ride for a couple days after watching that one that was fucked up jeez but, anyway, back to your question. Um, so, yeah, I was off the bike for a while, not yeah. doing shit, and my cousin hit me up, and he had golfed. Like, my whole family golfs. So my cousins golf, my uncles golf, like, everyone in my family golfed. Are you, and,
0: um Are you always? What was that? Are you right-handed? I'm just, sorry, just real quick. Yeah, yep. Cool. So, like, you picked up righty clubs right away?
1: Yep. Cool. So, my cousin hit me up one day, and he's like, he's like, hey, man, like, no, you're, like, boarded up in the house like not doing shit like do you want to come hit a bucket of balls and i was like yeah fuck it like better than sitting here doing nothing hmm. so i just went there it's like five bucks did a bucket of balls so i was out there just chilling hitting some balls and my cousin was like damn dude like your swing's like pretty natural like you actually look like you know what you're doing <clears> and i was like sick and he's like we're gonna go play nine holes later if you want to join us hmm. and i was like well like fuck isn't golf like super expensive and I mean, dude, like back then I was so fucking poor. Like I was, I worked at Walmart for like seven years or like six and a half years. Mm -hmm. And dude, I was making like 10 bucks an hour. Like just after all that dog shit. Yeah. Like just dog Mm -hmm. shit money. So I was like, yeah, like, I don't know, man, like golf's expensive. He's like, no, this course has a deal right now where it's like 15 bucks. I was like, I can swing that. Mm -hmm. And we went out, dude. And it was so fucking fun. It was so sick. He's like, bring, bring some beer. And I'll bring the clubs and, like, just pay your way and, like, it'll be sick. So, yeah, we went and played this course. It's, like, 45 minutes from my house. And, dude, it was so much fun. Like, immediately the night I got home, yeah, I called my uncle who's, like, golfed his whole life. And I was like, dude, like, please tell me you have an extra set of clubs because, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm in. I'm, like, sold on this he's like yeah man like come pick them up he's like you can borrow them as long as you want like at least until you get like a real set and i was like all right so and and here we are now Um, (laughs) oh shit oh there we go we're in the (laughs) golf room right now i got a few sets now
0: for for the listeners he just showed me four bags of clubs it looks like
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's a full-on addiction now. It's just yeah. like riding. It's like yeah. you just buy random shit for your bike that you know you don't need. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's uh, that was definitely the tip of the iceberg. That's that's
0: what started it. So like, so you it it it, st- it piqued your interest, but you still picked up a bike and rode after that. After oh the for sure, yeah.
1: I was still riding quite a bit. Yeah. I just wore a helmet because I was just like,
2: yeah, like
0: at this
1: age, it's like not fair for me to like. Like, if I end up a vegetable, dude, like, someone else is going to have to take care of me. Right. I was just, yeah. like, it's the responsible thing for me to to do. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, I actually, like, <clears throat> I filmed quite a bit after that. Um, anytime the homies were in town, like, I'd go ride with them.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I rode a ton after that. First thing I did after my head was good, yeah. I went to the skate park <laughs> with a helmet and did that exact same thing that I busted my head open doing. And that was a huge, for whatever reason, that was, like, a massive, like, weight
0: off my shoulders,
1: even though it was, like, a super easy trick.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, shit, man. hanger 180 still eluded me, but I... That's really sick that you just had the, the piss and vinegar to get back there and do it. Oh, dude, I was, I was so pissed. I was, like, every day that I woke
1: up, and, like, I had the staples for, like, two weeks, and I had to, like... My hair was, like, a foot long. Mm-hmm. And so, like showering was a pain in the ass you know you're trying to like not pull a stable out oh yeah like it was it was fucked up my girl was like having to like wash my hair for me and (laughs) it sucked and i was every day i was just like fuck dude that was like such a dumb mistake to make Mm -hmm. and then yeah so like by the time i could actually ride again i was like i'm gonna go to that skate park and that's gonna be
0: the fucking first thing i do hell yeah but (laughs) yeah damn so, when did riding, uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but did, did riding slow down for? Slow down eventually
1: for you? It did slow down
0: a lot. Yeah. Um,
1: I just, like, it's, I don't really, like, hang out with the same people. I don't really have, like, that group hmm. to ride with as much. Yeah. So, Yeah. I don't know. Behringer hit me up, like, two weeks ago and wanted to go ride. He's like, we got to go ride soon. He's like... Cause I posted that clip, um, on Instagram. Yeah. Recently. Cause I was just out in Denver with DeQuattro and like his roommates. Mm-hmm. And, um, I posted that. He's like, dude, I didn't know you still rode. He's like, let's go ride. And then he's like, maybe you can like take me to golf. Hell yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. But <laughs> so now that, now that I actually know my body's in a lot better shape through going to the gym and shit, um, I'll probably start riding a lot more like this summer yeah but yeah very long windows in between times touching my bike like it's usually just like rob will come in town and i'll be like yo we're gonna go ride i'll be like all right so it'll be like go out do some shit and then bike kind of sits there for six months yeah but
0: now the the reason i bring that up is because if it wasn't if it wasn't for your suggestion on twitter about taking glucosamine, I wouldn't feel as good as I am today.
1: Damn, that's sick. I yeah. forgot about that.
0: I always. I remember that
1: whole interaction. <laughs> but as you said that, I remember that <laughs> whole exchange between you and
0: I.
2: Yeah.
0: Because you were talking about like, "Oh, if you put, do you put your leg this way and push? Does it hurt?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck, I think I have whatever that is." And dude, dude glucosamine, man, it, it really does Take help. Take that shit every day. I do the foam roller twice a day too now, and I, I Oh, like... dude, mine's never more than like five feet away from me. <laughs> I love that thing. So like, you kind of you kind of had to go through this, kind of like self preservation kind of thing, like. Yeah. When did that When did that hit you that you need, needed to do that? Because I'm uh... I'm 32. Like you, you were quick to catch on to this. Like you tipped me off to this. But domestic. I wish I knew this when I was your
1: age, you know? Um, I still feel like I was pretty late to it, because, mm-hmm. like, I found out that my hip was all fucked up when I was, like,
0: 19. No, I think I was 17. You went to the doctor? And
1: yeah, so I was riding, mm-hmm. my buddy, uh, do you know 5050? The, the shop? It's, like, it's a bike shop here. Yeah, yeah. So, right next to their shop, this dude that also rode, owned, like, a screen printing shop. hmm and in the back of his in the back of his business he had like a ramp set up mm-hmm. and i was riding there one day and dude my leg like full-blown locked up it was the fucking weirdest feeling i've ever had in the world like one of the worst pains i've ever experienced and i just kind of like sat off to the side and like put my mic down i was like dog what the fuck is going on and uh I was just like, ah, it's, like, probably just, like, a muscle or something, you know? And so, like, for the next few weeks, I was kind of, like, trying to stretch it out and, you know, whatever, whatever. And it was just, like, the sharpest pain ever. Like, every step I would take, it just felt like someone was, like, gouging me in the hip with something. And it just came out of the blue, too. Like, it never, like, it didn't have any, like, precursor signs or anything. So I was like, this is so weird that this would just come on out of the blue. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up going to a doctor. They did all these fucking tests, dude. They did all this blood work and dye injections and MRIs and really? fucking b- bone scans and shit. And uh, $10,000 later, they were like, yeah, you've got, like, super bad, like, deteriorative um, osteoarthritis in your right hip. And I was like, seriously? I'm like, 17 wow. years old. Like, why the fuck would I have this shit going on? Like,
0: Yeah, you're so young. It's young.
1: Yeah. And they told me, like, when I was young, uh, there's, like, a way, like, when you get sick, Mm -hmm. sometimes as a sickness goes through your body, like, when you have, like, a really bad illness, as it goes through your body, it'll get balled up in, like, one of your joints, and it essentially, like, attacked the the head of my femur, and so the ball of my femur has, like, all these crazy flat spots on it, Mm -hmm. so instead of being, like, a nice smooth rolling surface that, like, that works unanimously with my cartilage. Mm-hmm. It's got all these crazy flat spots on it, so it wore it like gone. Wow. So out of the blue, dude, like I must have just um Yeah, I must have just like had some crazy cartilage tear away or something that night that I was riding and it just that was it. Like that's what like drove me to like go get it checked out. But yeah, so they basically told me they were like you can either get a hip replacement or you can get cortisone shots every three months, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck that." Mm-hmm. I, I took one cortisone shot and it helped, but dude, they hurt, and in the long run, they're actually
0: just kind of bad for you. Where is it, where is it administered? The cortisone shot,
1: right in your hip.
0: Like, dude, they oh. put you under it uh, like they put
1: you on a table with like a uh, it's like a live X-ray. And they make you pull your pants down, so you're like your dick's just hanging out, and there's like four people around. <laughs> and they put this huge fucking needle straight through your hip into your hip joint, and then they just blast it. That sounds so haphazardous. Dude, I did it one time and I was like, I will never do that shit again. Damn. Ever. But um and plus like getting your hip replaced, dude, I was like, same thing. I'm like, dude, I'm 17, like I just barely got my wisdom teeth fucking pulled out. Like right. <laughs> and I'm looking at a hip replacement. so yeah the doctor just made small like lifestyle recommendations he's like don't drink soda like you know limit your sugar intake like if you can cut down on carbs you can do that because all that shit like causes inflammation and blah 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 so yeah stop drinking soda um kind of cut back on drinking Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. um (laughs) stop drinking stop drinking so much uh like unless there was like a reason to you know what i mean yeah yeah um and then yeah just kind of like tried to like quit eating fucking candy all the time i was like hooked on candy for god since i was a kid Cho- chocolate um, or sweet uh fruity shit fruity like shit, skittles starburst okay. high chews <laughs> gummy worms like yeah. fucking anything trolley makes mm-hmm But, yeah, taking glucosamine, drinking, like, a gallon of water a day made a huge difference, like, within the first couple months. Wow. And then, yeah, just stretching, you know. Yeah, Um, Yeah. And then it felt kind of like there was, like, a lot of people going through that same shit where, like, a lot of, like, the older riders, Mm -hmm. like, were starting to realize, like, fuck, like, you can't do this shit forever. Yeah. And so, like, they would, you know, started, like... I mean, fuck, like, look how many people have, like... I mean, there's so many, like, pro bike riders or, like, ex-pro bike riders. I mean, think, like, J.J. Palmier, for instance. That dude only posts, like, health shit now.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And, like, I feel like everyone finally caught on that, like, you can't just, like, drink and do drugs and, like, not drink water and, like, ride your bike six days a week and, like, eat shit all the time and, like, don't stretch and, like... expect to feel good the rest of the week you know right yeah which i know it's like common sense but it's like when you do this shit for that long it's like you just get used to doing that and then one day you're like oh fuck i can't walk
0: yeah yeah dude oh man when when my hip when my hip injury happened um i dude i was eating like three dollar cheesesteaks and drinking those dollar rippits, you know those energy drinks oh like, yeah yeah
1: for like the dollar store
0: i was hooked on the purple ones man i had one every day with a cheesesteak it was like <laughs> cheesesteak was three bucks and that was a dollar so for four bucks i could get a cheesesteak and a rip and i drank Dude, them. you know what
1: i used to eat what's that i used to get a 99 cent loaf of french bread and an 88 cent fountain drink damn that was like my lunch
0: literally just carbs and sugar Two bucks.
1: Wow. Carbs and sugar. That and that is a like, smooth I'm move. I'm full. Down. I'm good. Yeah. That is a
0: thrifty move. Holy shit. And then the
1: rest of my money that I saved went to weed <laughs> and drugs.
0: Now, do you think in retrospect, do you think that it was your right hip because you predominantly bailed from like bailed from like trying something on your bike with your right leg? Um, I have this theory that it's Airs oh like throwing your throwing on your your leg back like that real hard dude
1: i legitimately can't touch my toes
2: mm-hmm. like
1: if i'm standing straight up i can't touch my toes like there's no chance like if i go work out hard as fuck at the gym for two hours mm-hmm. i can i can barely get my fingertips to my toes really but my whole life dude it was like can't touch my toes damn
0: and okay so was I, used
1: to to go to the, I used to go to the skate park cold as fuck no warm-ups mm-hmm. and of course there'd always be that one fucking kid that would be like oh dude dude was air and i'd just be like "Ah, whatever and i'd do it and dude shit would pop i mean yeah. like yeah it was like the splits it was just like that but bi- the weight of your bike and like all the momentum of your bike going forward like that yeah i mean dude i could never get into those positions without a bike
2: right There's no yeah.
0: fucking way that's like a pendulum kind of thing
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, fuck.
0: Do you did you ever like fuck around with, like bunny hop threes and shit like that too? Oh yeah, yeah. Did did you ever have your uh any hip issues with like the bunny hop threes?
1: Um, not. Or... I mean, it f- I didn't even have hip problems until that one time, and then from then on it was just continuous. Yeah. Like, where it, it just it. always hurt So there wasn't any like particular thing that hurt it. Yeah. But it was just, like, everything. Like, it was mostly, like, impact. Like, I stopped doing Mm -hmm. drops. Mm -hmm. Like, I stopped jumping off a tall shit. You kind of started tailoring your riding to your body type, like... 100%, dude. It's like picking the song before you put the clips to it. Mm -hmm. It was like, my body can only handle this, so... (laughs) Let's
0: fucking choose spots that do that shit. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, my back is not that good, and sometimes... I, I watched some of your older stuff, and a lot of your stuff's very Smith-dominant. And... Oh, dude, the Smith. My peg, <laughs> my front
1: right peg, dude, has the most wear, always.
0: A flat spot on the front peg is, is a, uh, a true sign oh, yeah. of pride, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. It's funny, though, because, like, I honestly think my favorite grind is, like, an ice pick. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would say that was one of the grinds I was, like, better at. But, like, for whatever reason, just, like, the spots we would ride, I was I would always feel like... I could either, like, do an ice pick and Mm -hmm. have it be, like, kind of a generic clip Mm -hmm. or, like, an ice pick to 180 or I could do, like, like a Smith hard three or, like, 180 Smith five cab out, you know? Like, I always felt, like, the Smith shit, like, tended to be cooler but I, like, was forgetting that, like, Variety, like, kind of showcased, like, what you were capable of doing other than the shit you were comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, like, dude, I did not do a very good job at, like, fucking broadcasting, like, what I could
0: do,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but Smith grinds, dude, like, the love, the love of my life.
0: (laughs) Do you think moving forward with your new, with your new approach, you'll, that's something you might focus on now, is, like, kind of hitting all the key points of, like, what you're capable of?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, like, when I was out in Denver, we stayed with Rob. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: is that where he's living now or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, he lives out in Denver now. Oh, that's cool. And so we stayed with him and like his roommates and stuff. And they had this sick ass flat bar. And we had some like heavy sessions on it in the front yard. And, oh, dude, it was so fun. It was so fucking fun. But, yeah, I mean, like, it was, uh, it was such a huge compliment to have Rob, you know, like that dude absolutely kills it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. That dude is. The sickest on a bike.
0: Yo, um, that one clip where he grinds down the handrail, and I think there's, like, a planner or something at the end of it, and he has... Oh, oh and
1: hops over?
0: Yeah. That yes, was so fucked. fuck
1: that. <laughs> fuck that, dude. Yeah, he's the man. Um, But, yeah, like, hey, dude, when I was out there, mm. he was like, when was the last time you rode? And I was like, when was the last time you were out in Salt Lake? Oh, and he <laughs> was like, uh, it was a year ago. And I was like, that's when? He's like, fucking serious? And... It was so sick because he was just like, dude, you don't look like you haven't been on a bike. Like, you look like you still ride. Like, it's it's still there. And that's when you and posted then, like, that clip. Uh, yeah, we wow. we were just like out pedaling around that day and wow. just little fuck around clip. I I was just I did that just for fun. Mhm. And he's like, dude, please do that again. Hell yes. And so <laughs> I did that. I did that the the first try, and then he's like, do it again, and then I did it again. And he was just like, you can hear his roommate in the background. He's like, he's like, stop it. He's like, fucking stop. He's like, you don't, you, you haven't ridden your bike in like 16 years. Get, stop. <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, I was, I was pumped because, you know, you have a tendency to think that like back when I was riding a lot, I remember like if I didn't ride for a couple weeks, I was like afraid of everything. Yeah. Afraid of losing it all. And dude, it's weird. Cause like now it's the confidence isn't quite there. Like, we run a lot of parks out there and stuff, and, like, it wasn't quite there. Like, I wasn't... I was super scared to fucking ice pick down rails. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, used to not be that scary. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything else, like, all the lead shit was just, like, still the same mindset. Like, I'm not going to get that hurt doing a three to Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just tip over, essentially. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll probably... Uh, I want to film something... I know a couple kids that film out here, and I was thinking it would be kind of funny to unexpectedly drop a little, like, edit
0: just for no reason. Oh, yeah. I love that the older edits were just, like, random names and shit, like Dr. Phil. Like, it almost made it
1: more cryptic. So funny. <laughs> it makes it easier to remember, though. Yeah. If you call a video Sarah's 13th birthday, yeah. <laughs> that's so much more memorable than, like, Cody Anderson's 2016 summer mix. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was the, the It was like always just being high and just like, what should we call this? And it would be like Sarah's thirteenth birthday. I don't. I
0: don't even know anyone named Sarah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Damn. Now. It seems like you kind of are half-decent at golfing as well. Like, it's not just a hobby, it's, like, something you kind of excel at.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I feel, like, weird. Like, it's, uh, I don't, I always feel weird, like, when you're, like, gassing yourself up. But, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. I just, I golfed when I first started golfing. I was golfing with people that were way better than I was. Mm -hmm. And so much like riding, you know, like if you only rode with pros right? and you only rode with people that just fucking killed it,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: like your, your expectation of like, what's normal is so much higher than like, if you just go to the skate park and ride with a bunch of kids that just got like their new hairy mainframe. (laughs) Yeah. So I just like thought it was normal and then like every time I'd, I'd golf with someone they'd be like how long have you been golfing and i'd be like "I oh, like six months and they're like shut the fuck up And i'm like no like for real like i had a head injury in may and i started golfing at the end of may and you know it's now december Damn. or you know now it's november and they'd be like holy fuck they're like dude like you should like take this shit serious and like i don't really like to same with riding you know like I, I would never be that kid that would like go to the skate park to like you know train mm-hmm. it's just like it's it's a fun thing to do and if you happen to be decent at it it's like that's just a bonus right yeah um but yeah like i had a, a tournament with my company last year and i ended up winning it and i had never entered those tournaments before like my boss ended up telling me he's like you're golfing in this tournament and i don't care what you say <laughs> and i was like all right and so, yeah, entered it, and I was just like, don't make an ass of yourself. Just go out, do your thing. And, yeah, I ended up winning it, and then, um, yeah, so that was
0: sick. Damn. Now, you mentioned your company, so, like, you kind of you eventually got away from the clutches of Walmart and kind of found some very Yeah, I got, a, got a real job. Yeah. Was
1: yeah, that- I, I've been working for
0: Coca-Cola for four years. That's what's up. So... Yeah, big fucking corporation so shit. So it, it seems like once you got that, once you kind of got away from the other job, things kind of opened up and it was a little bit easier to... Oh,
1: dude. Yeah. So much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's like when you're... You know the old saying, it's like, if you hang around trash, you start to stink.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like the, when you constantly surround yourself with people that are, like, doing the same shit as you or, like, worse than you, you don't really, like... Ever improve your life? You just always feel like everything's acceptable to be like where it's at. Mm. And I got a job opportunity with Coke and I was just like, fuck it. Like, let's, I'll do it. Whatever. Time to break out of the comfort zone. And it was like a lot more money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um so I was like, yeah, whatever. And yeah, it was, it was sick. Like, just start hanging around. Like, what golfing kind of introduces you to, like, a lot more wealthy people, I guess, or, like, people yeah. that, like, give a shit about their lives. Yeah. And not to say that, not to say that BMX, like, attracts, like, shitty people or something, but it's, like, you don't meet too many, like, bike riders that are, like, oh, yeah, like, I sold my business for, like, $160 million. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It was, like, a huge, uh, huge swing for me, like, just getting a different job. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was working at Walmart, dude, like, I knew... Any drug you can think of, I knew someone that worked at Walmart that could get it for me. (laughs) And, like, working at Walmart's boring as fuck. And, like, when I first started um, building bikes for them, their quota was 20 bikes a week. Mm -hmm. 20 bikes a week. And we're talking, like, hyper mic Spinner bikes. Like, beach cruisers that are, like, one fucking gear. You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, single speed. Yeah. And they were like, yep, uh, as long as you can do 20 bikes a week. And I was like, seriously? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay. And I remember I took Adderall one day and I built like 65 bikes (laughs) in one day. So like it was super easy for me. I built like my, you know, above my expectation at the beginning part of my day. And then I would just like go get high and just like chill, like work on my own bike and whatever. So, um, yeah, I was kind of in like a rut like Mm -hmm. we're just like I wasn't getting anything done like I was just kind of like with Walmart there's really not a lot of growth opportunities yeah so yeah getting a new job definitely helped me with trying to like preserve myself a little better that's like when I started going to the gym started like eating better obviously having like more money than I was making like helps with that yeah yeah but yeah for sure
0: that's crazy It's just It's just so nuts Like What what a little bit can do You know To help kind of like ease Oh yeah
1: It just kind of puts a fire Under your ass And like So yeah dude I haven't like I haven't smoked weed In like Five years probably Holy shit <laughs> Yeah I mean That's I've definitely turned into a Dad With no kids <laughs> just you... like a boring dude
0: now do you see Kids on the Horizon? Never. Never. That's cool. Never.
1: <laughs> Never. Um, I actually, like, retweeted something today. Uh, have you seen that video of that Nick Coletti dude? I, it's from, like, a show or something. And he's at a party and, like, some little kid's, like, looking at him. <sighs> and he's like, you fucking looking at something? And he, like, stands up like he's going to go after him. It's, like, some three-year-old kid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the caption was like, you know when you absolutely do not want kids like i literally posted that today
0: <laughs> i was like yes that that is a common theme amongst the the tweets <laughs> i forgot yeah. about that yeah that's pretty funny yeah awesome well yeah just
1: just got two cats man that's good enough hell yeah yeah
0: keep you it got, simple man, all the pussy you can handle all the pussy <laughs> i can handle absolutely Hell yeah man well shit how are things on uh,
1: PA right now? Has the weather been all right?
0: It's been rainy. It was. It's been. It was rainy all summer, and then winter hit, and it was mad cloudy all the whole time. And you now guys don't get snow or anything, or you do. Harrisburg is in a, a really cool spot in this in in the in everything considered because it's got like the most mild weather of Pennsylvania. Like okay, there's like a strip that cuts through PA diagonally like across the corner so it's like all these towns in this area it goes all the way across the country down to utah i I have a map i'll send you a picture of it oh no shit so it's like where temperatures highs and lows like deviate and like harrisburg's in there so like it doesn't get too bad but basically it just swamp sylvania you know it's it still gets cold as fuck though yeah yeah it, it gets pretty cold but not not nothing like rochester what what like what's your winter like? Like what's uh, outside temps? Like it barely gets close to zero. Like only unless it's really fucked up does it even get close to zero.
2: Okay.
1: I mean that's not much different from here, but we just get really? like thirty five million feet of snow. It just snows a shit ton. Dude, Dude, it's ridiculous. This last year, uh the resort that I snowboard at, they got like six hundred and fifty
0: inches. Holy dude it was insane like so is snowboarding like a thing to out there too oh yeah for sure here
1: i was actually gonna show you this because i thought you'd appreciate it this is uh the board oh shit got got the fucks with his stickers dude every time i'd go boarding this last season everyone in the lines always like damn those stickers are sick (laughs) like i know that's why i fucking got a whole bunch of them and they're on everything
0: <laughs> damn i see
1: but yeah snowboarding um yeah like even even when i was riding bmx i used to snowboard when i was young like mm-hmm. when i was like 15
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and then i broke my arm doing that shit oh, yeah. and my mom was pissed my mom was kind of like my mom was like a single mom mm-hmm and so she was like super overprotective like i was her first kid Mm -hmm. and like when i broke my arm dude she fucking lost it and so i snowboarded for a few seasons and then i kind of like stopped Mm -hmm. and then like two years ago um my mom was like hey do you want to go snowboarding with like your brothers and i was like yeah why not it's been a long time right and uh they they had season passes and stuff and so you know they're giving me shit like i'm some fucking 80 year old man they're like you want to go down the uh, bunny hill? <laughs> I'm like, nah, like take me on the hardest thing you want to go down. And I was kind of, I was kind of shit my pants. I was like, oh, I'm going to die. But it's like riding a bike, man. It's like still got it. And I was like, fuck, I need to get back into this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, experience. the last two seasons I've got to pass and it's uh, it definitely passes the time a lot faster than, you know, like sitting in and just doing absolutely
0: nothing for like six months. Right. Yeah. Damn. so it doesn't get too cold it's just just mad snow um
1: yeah i mean we we had a i'm trying to think we had like we had a couple days in the winter that were like negatives with wind chill and stuff right yeah um but yeah i mean like pretty normal just winter temps just like fucking below freezing right. um but yeah dude we just get so much snow That's it's insane i see you're wearing a hoodie right now like is it is it chilly there today um, I just keep my house at like sixty-five degrees. Right, right. Because cool. you know, sleeping when it's cold is so much better.
0: Hell yeah! What was the high today?
1: Uh, today I think it was like sixty, sixty like two.
0: Wow. What about you guys? Here it was like eighty something, and like Jesus rainy. Jesus Christ! Eighty and rainy, yeah, like swamp. Oh swamp. God
1: but it's yeah dude i'm looking at i'm looking outside right now and it's uh i mean we we got some some lingering clouds yeah but uh yeah dude it's been it's been nice we've been getting a ton of rain lately too which is weird because we're like in the middle of a fucking desert Mm -hmm. we don't we don't ever get rain Mm -hmm. we just get tons of snow in the winter which is like what keeps us afloat in terms of like having water to drink oh wow yeah um Dude, it's rained, like, the last 15 days. Holy shit. It's insane. Damn. It was raining. It was raining earlier before you hit me up. hmm um, I was outside grilling and getting fucking pissed on, but now it's nice.
0: Yeah. It was raining here today, so.
1: Dude, it's like it's like living in Portland.
0: <laughs> yeah, lately, right? Oh, God. You see any UFOs out there? Um, you know
1: what? I haven't.
0: Unfortunately. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Mormons, which are, like, equally as weird. Do they, uh, how do they transport themselves? Mormons? Yeah. Minivans. Minivans. Almost exclusively. Are they all blacked out? Um, no. They're usually just like your typical, like, uh, Toyota, Sedona. Um, Here in PA, we have Amish, and then we have Mennonites. And... I don't think it's a I don't think it's a derogatory term, but some of us call Mo just to make it shorter. <laughs> but they drive around. So are
1: Mennonites like are those Mormons or what are those?
0: I have no idea. I I just thought that they didn't believe in a lot of electricity. They don't, like. They only used what they. So they're actually, like Amish. Yeah, it's a similar thing, and like, it, it's like being vegetarian, <laughs> but with electricity. Yeah, like okay every like the amish will be in horse and buggies on sundays if you go in the wrong town in pa right. you're gonna have to drive around some shit seriously but the monites are like amish but they embrace some technology so Damn, that's sick they have cars but all of their cars no matter what they are mostly vans are all blacked out really yeah
1: Huh? so they're like cavemen the <laughs> they're the dark Amish <laughs> they're the dark Amish that's hilarious I for, so yeah I
0: forgot that that was a thing out in
1: Pennsylvania like yeah. you guys have Amish people
0: yeah you go you take the back road somewhere you might fuck around and wind up on one you know Like, damn
1: that's crazy we have polygamists which are like very close to Amish people
0: except they use modern technology they just have like mods. they just fuck way more chicks than everyone else <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn that's hilarious. Can you imagine like like a couple do they have strip clubs in Utah?
1: Uh yeah, but they don't show uh they don't show pussy. They just mm-hmm. show like Oh, and you have to wear pasties. Wow. Dude. It's a joke. Wow. Hm. Um I've I've only been to the strip club like twice. Mm-hmm. I went once when I was eighteen, and then I went once like a few years ago for some weird reason. <laughs> But um, dude, it's a joke. It's yeah, like
2: yeah.
1: it's it's not even worth the the cover charge. Yeah. It's it's a joke. <laughs> but when we used to go to Portland all the time, like on BMX trips and shit, oh my god, the strip clubs up there were so sick, they got like buffets okay. in the strip club. It's just like fire experience. Wow.
0: Damn. Well shit, man. I really appreciate you sitting down and shooting this shit with me.
1: Dude, anytime, man.
0: Is there uh, anything we didn't touch on you want to you go over? Or? Um, I had a couple Instagram
1: questions that I, I got last night. When oh. I, I posted coming on here, I got a uh, – someone asked me what my favorite frame I've ever ridden was. Um, and it's kind of a tie in terms of how it felt and, like, the tricks I was – like, how easy tricks felt. Mm-hmm um i had a scavenger bridge frame mm-hmm. that was like a 21 and a quarter that was like off the chains but my take frame that i'm still riding oh, um sure. they let me like kind of have some input on like the geometry mm-hmm. so i have like a 21.4 take frame that is luxurious damn how tall um, are you
0: what how tall are you six four six four wow
1: Which is probably why I have back problems.
0: Mm.
1: Um, you know, riding like seven inch tall Behringer bars that are cut to like 26 inches wide or 22 inches wide (laughs) with like a, you know, 20.5 fly frame. (laughs) That'll do it. Um, I'm trying to think. Most of the questions I got were dick, dick related for some reason. (laughs) Um... Favorite trick was Smith, obviously. Um, trying to think of any other ones. Got a question about my Carl tattoo from Aquatine. Yeah, <laughs> still looks as good as ever. Shout outs! Shout outs, Carl. Oh shit! <laughs> big, big Carl, killing it. Um, let's see if there's any other ones. Yeah, I think that's it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, uh, been a pleasure Hell stoked yeah. on, uh, stoked on what you got going on, man. Been okay. listening to like the nine club and tons of other podcasts that are like skate related. I'm like, damn, like, I know there's dudes doing this, but it's like, it's always like the, the people you'd expect them to interview. Mm
2: hmm
1: and you kind of get like the cliche story you're like oh yeah like you're fucking killing it at riding and Mm -hmm. you're sponsored by like nike yeah so yeah fucking keep it up man definitely been uh digging listening to these while i'm working and shit
0: Hell yeah man i appreciate it and like if you ever want to come back on and shoot the shit about like specific topic or you got a story you want to tell i'm all here oh
1: dog yeah dude if you ever want to nerd out about some bmx shit man that's uh that's my favorite Hell yeah. Well um, where you can, got my Skype, man.
0: Definitely. Where can people find you if they wanna if they wanna get a hold of you?
1: At Beer Porn everywhere.
0: <laughs> At Beer porn.
1: Reading At week. Beer porn <laughs> on everything.
0: <laughs> Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. Well thanks again and uh I look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, man. We'll talk soon. Hell yeah. Peace, peace brother. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the podcast really appreciate it how crazy is that hip degenerative degenerative disorder huh fucking gnarly I'm not sure what I have but bet it's something similar if anybody else out there has hip problems or anything like that and they ride BMX and they want to talk about it hit me up I am curious to kinda try and self-diagnose and feel better basically I I do the foam roller every morning and night i take the glucosamine every morning and night as well and i stretch you know and it's working i'm feeling better it still sucks it still hurts it's still there but i feel better than i ever have and that preventative maintenance goes far guys so if anybody else has anybody tip, any tips reach out let me know thanks again i'll see you guys